Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Hot Springs studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and DJ Williams on the Buzz Radio Network. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will. need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. Who the hell is he anyway, he never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck, humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause why you was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church, I like bleach Man, why you had this Stupidest verses, dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. Cheering his brother's team on here. Second and eight from the nine. Jackson. The Flowers. He dives. The ball came out. It's recovered by Kansas City. Did the ball come out before he broke the plane? I think you're right. They're calling it a touchback and recovery on the field. He gets the protection. He goes long and on his back. It is Marquez Valdez-Scantling for the second straight week. He catches a long ball. He had two of them against the Bills. What does there need to be in yet another Super Bowl? I assume you never get tired of this. No, you don't, you don't take it for granted either. Um, you never know how many you're going to get to um, if you're, or if you're going to get to any. Um, and so it truly is special. Um, just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, guys coming together, um, it really is special. But uh, I, I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring. All right, welcome in on a terrific Monday, and the Super Bowl matchup is set, just like we all expected. Niners, Chiefs? All right, well, listen, thanks for being with us today. Justin Acri, the Wizard, and our brand-new addition, DJ Williams, joining us for day number one. And, buddy, what a day to start. Holy cow, you get the Super Bowl matchup. You get the AFC NFC chance, uh, Championship games to break down. Yep. Get a wild weekend in the Razorback basketball realm. Oh, yeah. Baseball's underway. Uh, a lot going on. A good day to start. Uh, made it easy for me because uh, we got plenty to talk about. Uh, but it was fun this weekend. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I was, you know, I wake up early in the mornings for the morning show. Uh, halftime, I stopped watching that uh, Lions uh, 49ers game. And so, but even kind of digging into that, still got some opinions about that. But what a fun weekend in sports. It was. Yeah. was indeed. Um, we are going to ask a question today, I think, related. It was a good idea on your part. Did the best two teams make it to the Super Bowl? And mm-hmm. you said, I don't think they did. I don't think so. So, honestly, like I could say you could argue either side. Which which you talking mm-hmm. about AFC or NFC or both? Uh, I would say uh, AFC, uh, for sure. Just looking at that game, um, you obviously see um, Ravens just really beating themselves. I mean, so many poor plays, poor blocking by the running back, decision-making by Lamar Jackson. And for a while there, I was just trying to figure out what what was going on. Was the moment just too big for him and just some decision-making on the defensive side, off the side. But then they came out at halftime, made the adjustments, and I think that says a lot. Something to pay attention to when it comes to the Super Bowl. Um, that's where real teams really show their talent, Justin, is uh, can they make the adjustments and come out and execute? Second half, Kansas City 
no points on the board at all. Now, that's going to be a huge tell to figure out what that defensive coordinator saw on that side of the ball to kind of slow them down. But just missed opportunity after opportunity for the Ravens. It was sad to watch. There's no doubt. And, I mean, look, I like Lamar. I think a lot of people were rooting for him. That mm-hmm. was the rooting interest. I wanted to see Purdy play well just because of the Iowa State connection for me and because everybody was hating on him last week. And he looks like he's 12 years old. So yeah. I wanted to see him kind of break through. Plus, he's a second-year guy. It's a good story. I mean, I really didn't have a problem with the Lions getting there either. I no. really thought Kansas City, or excuse me, I thought San Francisco would put their foot on the gas and find a way to dominate. I thought the defensive line, mm-hmm. especially because I was concerned about Ragnos health, Ragnos health, and I thought that maybe the defensive line would have a little success, more success. They got to him a couple of times. Both had a couple of sacks, but generally they held up pretty well. They ran the ball pretty well too. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, yeah, I mean, what's what's confounding to me is why they decided to lean on the passing game so much. I don't get it. When you know Lamar is, look, you can say he's a better passer than most yeah. people think, but he's still not an elite passer. He's an elite quarterback. Yep. I don't know that he's an elite passer. They ran the ball to their running backs like five times. I have yeah. no idea what they were thinking. Um, and they were running the ball fairly well um, yeah. as well. So that was surprising. They had good push off the line of scrimmage, and uh, especially after one of Casey's D linemen went out for the game. I mean, it's just a huge – I mean, you look at the time of possession. I think Kansas City had around 37 minutes compared to Baltimore's 20-something. I mean, it was just those long drives. I believe one of them was the longest in Kansas City's playoffs history. So, um, yeah, just poor clock management, in my opinion. And, and it's just very fascinating to watch that game unfold. Now, all that being said, let's not take away from Patrick Mahomes. The guy's a, the guy's a, he's a dude. He's yeah. a dude for sure. And what did he start off? Seven for seven? And the first miss that he had it was just a clear drop. And so he did his part in the first half. Travis Kelsey breaking records, one that we never thought would be broken. Yeah. And so, I mean, they played lights out, and it's going to be fun seeing those two once again connect. But I think that's kind of where experience and being there before really showed up. Poise in the game. And you talk about how the Ravens really just shot themselves in the foot. These stupid penalties. I mean, these yeah. unnecessary roughness. And Travis Kelsey does a great job pushing you to that limit. And he knows it's always the second guy. So I think it was right before half when KC was able to get a, a, t- a field goal mm-hmm. on the board. I mean, they should have not even been close to the uh, field goal mark. So just an incredible job by Kansas City. And I think experience helped them win that game. Just Yeah, Baltimore is watching tape today pissed off for sure yeah no doubt well then you go back to the flowers thing and flowers makes a a, a boneheaded play a personal foul then he makes up for the great catch yeah and then of course fumbles going into the end zone yeah and yeah you just cannot turn the ball over against a team that good i mean you get three turnovers you're gonna lose the game typically against a team like kansas city they certainly if they play a clean game it's a it's a different story Mm -hmm. and on the flip side you know we're going to talk a lot about the decision making by the lions you know i thought their game plan was pretty good i thought they maybe could have fed montgomery Mm -hmm. a few more times their run game's phenomenal we all know and, and gibbs a great running back too um goff's a bit of a statue but he was effective you can't put it on him but I don't understand the decision-making other than the fact that this is what they do. They mm-hmm. roll the dice. They go yep. for it on fourth down. But let's be real. I mean, if you you kick those field goals, you have a different outcome probably. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we know what they like to do. I mean, I think that was showcased against Dallas uh, when they had, you know, the wild penalties called, uh, ineligible man downfield, uh, offensive lineman not reporting. And I think after two times of not getting it, I'm sure you all talked about this, he continued to go for two. We're just like, all right, look, we're playing with house money now. Let's just kick this field goal and go on. Um, but, yeah, I would say out of those fourth down calls, um, I would agree with them, with where you were. You're kind of in that long field goal, four down territory. We know it's a championship game. You're going to need to score to win. Defense is playing decent. Um and the first one, the first fourth and two, I believe, uh, it was a great play call. Uh, it was just a drop pass. Mm-hmm. Now, the second one, not so much, uh, but um, that's 50-50 there, and that changes the complete game. So uh, I'm not mad about those fourth down calls. It was just uh, a couple mental mistakes from them as well. I mean, when you have these turnovers and just crucial areas of the field, it's hard to bounce back from. And very surprised, too, um, about some of those plays. I mean, I think the biggest part was uh, Brock getting out of the pocket and extending those third downs right. and getting first downs. Like, where that? You know, is that a thing that's been going on all year? I mean, that just – Patrick Mahomes kind of did the same thing, too, of getting first down with his legs. So I, I guess they really weren't prepping for that as much, and that really did change the game. So – I will say no one can now deny that that guy named Brock is the real deal. I mean, he he did his thing. He did exactly what he needed to do in more to get his team over the hump. There's no doubt. And, again, we all know they've got great weapons with McCaffrey. He's got probably the best 
tight end, if not one of the top couple tight ends in Kittle. Debo Samuel playing, I think, certainly added an element. They didn't oh. throw it to him a bunch, but they were able to run some sweeps to him, yep. and he was able to get some yards. And my buddy's like, he looks fine to me. Yeah. I said, well, his legs are fine. He's <laughs> yeah, got a bad shoulder. You know, they can hand it off to him, though. Yeah, yeah. So they got a lot of elements working in their favor. And Ayuk obviously made the play of the day with the, the carom that got him down close to the end zone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can't talk, uh, forget about... Uh, my guy, Trent Williams as well. That guy's he's yeah. built different. I've never seen anything like that guy. Uh, it's so fun watching him play. So when you talk about that run game for San Francisco, people forget about the offensive line, and that guy right there is just – he's probably one of the best to ever do it. And I know that's a bold statement, but he's fun to watch. So that team as a whole, I think just offensively, defensively, um, nobody was surprised that they won this game. They were surprised at halftime. But even watching tape, Justin – there were just a couple small things here or there that made that score seem a lot worse than what it was. I knew it was going to be in a spot where, yeah, it's going to be tough for them. You know, i got to go to bed early. They may give it a run. So when I woke up, I wasn't necessarily so surprised. Um, they're just a good football team. Uh, now, they do have to brush up um, getting ready for Patrick Mahomes because it seemed like Jared Goff was, did a great with that mid-range game, and mm-hmm. that's Patrick Mahomes. That's his happy place, yeah. especially with Travis Kelsey. And a lot of people just ask, why does Travis Kelsey get so many receptions? It makes no sense. Guard the guy. He's the best tight end in, in, in all of football. Why is he so open? He's just a willing blocker. A lot of guys can't do that. So when he's on the field, you can't put in those personnels to just worry about Travis Kelsey, but then you're a man down in the run game. And so he did a phenomenal job going through the hole, blocking defensive linemen. When you have a guy who's willing to do that, Kettle's the same way. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to just – scheme against these guys. That's why they're in so many man-to-man, one-on-one matchups. Yeah, you could be licking your chops. I mean, these, this game was featuring tight ends on both oh, sides. I mean, Laporta for oh. Detroit. I mean, you got a lot of good tight ends in this game, these two games. Yeah, if I was like four more inches taller, I swear, man, <laughs> that'd be great, man. It's fun It's fun watching the development of that position. Big fan of it. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is uh, Dan Campbell on the decision to go for it on fourth down. And I will say, my money was upset at the end. I have not made a wager in a while, and yeah. I was like, you know what, I feel good about the Niners and then the game started I was like oh lord and I felt good about the under and I was uh-huh. like oh lord there ain't no chance for the Niners to get back and win this thing yep. and get the under too so I bet them separately but they still had a chance to win the game they're up 10 uh-huh. and they get a fourth down play and the dude catches it on the end line catches the back half of the ball yep. it was well defended if the defender gets there like one step quicker he knocks it away I was like man it's just that kind of day but I was happy for the Niners I'm happy that Brock Purdy acquitted himself and I would have been happy either way again I got you know rooting interests. Uh, you got obviously the two former Razorbacks on mm-hmm. Detroit, and I've got a former Cyclone over there too. So I was kind of going to be happy either yeah. way. I'm we got one. We got one for Forty Nine ers. So don't forget about Dre. No he's doubt. Over there. Yeah, yeah. We got. How could you forget everywhere. about Dre? Brandon Allen. You know he's over there. How about that guy? Is he cashing in checks or what? No doubt. He's been playing for how long now? Forever. God, the best position on a football team. How about, <laughs> how about Greenlaw coming back, too, from what looked like a pretty significant injury? He smashed the dude with his oh. shoulder, goes out for a little while, comes back in, though. I was like, that is amazing. There, so There's no doubt in my mind, um, as soon as that hit happened, he had no idea where he was. You know, So uh, it happens all the time. Probably not best for uh, longevity in the future, but uh, you got, that guy's a, a, a missile, a torpedo runner out there, a big-time hit. That was cool to watch. Yeah, well, I'm rooting for him, too, for sure. So uh, Real quick, here's Campbell on the decision to go for fourth down. And again, when you do it all year, it's a little easier to justify. ESPN Analytics has some thoughts on it too. We'll share that in a sec. I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and and not letting them play long ball. You know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. And I wanted to get the upper hand back, you know, and it's easy hindsight and I get it, you know, I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because, you know, they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to to work out, but I just, I don't. I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. But, you know, we just, just didn't work out. I know some people get frustrated with analytics. ESPN says... Fourth and two from the 28, 90.5% go, 90.3% field goal. So still slightly advantageous to go for it. And the same for the fourth and three from the 30, 39.1% go, 38.8% field goal. So they're justifiable, and it's also their calling card. So, again, mm-hmm. you wrote it all year, and we've talked about this before. Like, just because the play doesn't work out 
doesn't mean it wasn't a good play call. We've yeah. argued about this over the years with some of the stuff that's happened. You think about the uh, not the last play caller, but the play caller before for Arkansas with Bryles. It's like, oh my god, yeah. What are you? You're running a no offense, yeah. a tight end sneak. Yeah, really. We yeah, never what seen are we this doing? Over. Yeah, but if it worked, nobody's gonna say a word about it. No. Wow, that guy's creative. Who would ever thought to do that? No, the fouls in the huddle, and I got that call as a tight end. I'm like, what are we doing? You know, what, <laughs> <laughs> come on, uh, what, what's happening here? Uh, no, like I said, I like the calls uh, where they were. Now, obviously, you got to look at the uh, other aspects of the game. What's your defense looking like? Are they on fire on offense? Can we afford? Is this good field position if we don't get it? Uh, we're in four-down territory. So they knew they were going to go for it on fourth as soon as that first down happened in that zone. So that's how they have those yep. play calls. Uh, there's only one questionable fourth-down call was that Ravens-Chiefs game. I think it was really early in that game. Uh, yes. The Ravens went for it uh, fourth and one, like on their own 30. Uh, and so and they got like 12. So. Yeah, and so yeah, you, uh, I think it was a direct snap. Not direct snap. But it was to Lamar Jackson quarterback sneak. And so those are the ones that if they don't work, you're just like, what are you thinking? Yeah, and that, so, was, that was odd. Yeah, that was odd. Uh, and it was so early in the game for that to happen, too. But um, so Dan Hemp, I'm not mad about the decisions that he made now. Hindsight, yes. You know, field goal would be nice. Would it change the outcome of game? Absolutely. You just don't know. But if he gets it, then everybody loves it. And sometimes you got to get lucky. I mean, that's part of the deal, too. Not only on a play like that, but, you know, I was just looking at the highlights here. They're playing on SportsCenter. And, I mean, Purdy could have easily thrown a couple of picks, yeah. a couple more. I mean, he had the one that, you know, bounced off the defender that mm-hmm. ended up in Ayuk's hands. Oh, yeah. And he had another one that I think was close. And then he, he threw the pick, obviously, that put them in a bad way. So. I mean, it, the games could have gone differently without a doubt. If, you know, again, that's what it, that's what happens, right? That's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. And uh, you just those plays that just make. I mean, Lamar Jackson throwing a pass to himself. You know, it, it, what should have been an interception. And uh, there's so many things that happened in uh, the game that you just can't account for. So um, the things you can are the things you kind of need to worry about. And so, like I said, I think his decision once again. Um, I don't think it hurt his team at all. Right. Uh, it, it is what it is. You can live with that one. Um, right. Not like the ones, like you said, with old Browse and what was that, Texas A&M? We went for it on fourth down, and it was just everyone walked off the sideline like, what are we doing? And so that wasn't the case with him at all. And uh, I like his soundbite after the game. I don't know if we have it, but he said, I talked to these guys. You know, coaches are like, we'll be back next year. We're going to be strong. He told his guys. That may have been our only chance right there, boys. Yeah, I saw that clip. <laughs> I was like, he's just keeping it real. So, yeah. I mean, he is who he is. You love the uh, his approach on the game, at least I do. And he got a lot of a lot of heat when he first came over thinking, we got this brute in who doesn't know anything. But he's built a culture there in Detroit that they haven't been familiar with in a very long time. So I'm excited to see them moving forward. Well, the Bears are going through a transition. We all know that you know the Green Bay Packers appear to be on the rise, your former team, DJ. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the Vikings, I don't know what their their future holds, but, I mean, that division is not going to be easier next no. year for the Lions, but they certainly rose up. And, honestly, like, it was a pretty competitive division all in mm-hmm. all, even though, I mean, people sort of feel a certain way about the Bears. Yeah. They were not an easy out every week. I mean, the Vikings, obviously, when you lose your starting quarterback, things become very, very difficult. Yep. But um, their future is going to be – I mean, I don't know why, and I don't know how many guys are back, but if you can recreate this roster – and I don't know if you can add a piece or at least hold on to the majority of them. You ought to be in pretty good shape next year. Yeah, money is going to be a big thing. you got some guys who balled out this year who are going to want some money. And as you can see, it, that changes teams. It changes a lot when you, start, when you can't afford everybody. But I think he is going to be a coach that a lot of people want to play for. And they want to come here and, uh, one, stick around. Some other veterans in the league be like, I like the way he does his thing. I mean, he'll, it'll be in a – somewhat attractive place to be. You know, Detroit, I wouldn't say pops off the radar of like, yeah, let's go to Detroit for a Mm -hmm. lot of free agents and stuff like that. But just playing for him, I think he has that player's coach. He he (laughs) found that space of being a player's coach and also keeping it real and 100% with these guys. And uh, he just created an environment where, like, if you're soft, you you will not play here. And I love it. I love it. It's funny you said that because I was thinking about that last night. I was like, San Francisco ain't really a place you want to go anymore either right now, the way that city has <laughs> yeah. fallen off over the last five or ten years. Yeah. Um, you got something? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say uh, golf is going to get a contract extension this offseason. It's like how much money are you giving golf and how much is that going to hurt the rest of your roster? Mm-hmm. And also they're going to lose their OC, Ben Johnson. To Washington, most likely. That's okay. a lot. That's a lot. You know, that, that makes a huge difference. Um, when you see how well they've played together, um, and who do you bring in? Somebody within the system, somebody golf's c- comfortable with. I mean, um, 
it, it does change a lot. So that'll be a huge hire. Mm-hmm. Pay golf, he deserved it. Um, shout out. out to him. But yeah, that'll be a really big hire. So they got to be very detailed in who they get. We got to get into some Razorback hoops. We'll do that in just a bit here uh, after we talk to Clint Sterner at the bottom of the hour. So if you want to welcome DJ or you got something you want to offer up, 661 1037, hit us up on our live fan feedback. It's brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America down in Hot Springs or our. Uh, text line which is brought to you by southern structural solutions rebecca uh the only thing i am not happy about with the changes in the lineup is that Wes wasn't here to face the music with us because last week it was buffalo didn't have any defensive players healthy i don't know what the excuse will be this week but the chiefs ride on into the super bowl and i'm going to have a discussion with dj here a little bit later about Patrick Mahomes' place in history because mm. I think there's a really interesting analogy in the world of sports that I'm going to bring up to him later. But congrats, and you got a couple more weeks to anticipate. Thank you, and I, don't worry. I'll be calling at 1 o'clock. Yes! I can't wait. <laughs> Get him! I will be calling, as will my brother, because my brother heard some of the stuff that was said last week, and he said, I don't like the way that I, I'm calling. <laughs> but anyway, welcome, DJ. I'm happy. No. I just, oh, God, how about them Chiefs? How about them? Yes, they suck. In the, I mean, offensively, they suck. But you know what? Like I said last week, defense wins championships. And I'm cool with that. And this is a repeat of Super Bowl 54. And maybe we don't have the same offense we did. But guess what? We got a hell of a defense. Mm-hmm. And it's better than it was then. I, I, they're still doubting us. I love it. I love that we're underdogs. Because when we're underdogs... They play better. They play better. That's bulletin board material for my team, and I am loving every minute of it, and I am embracing the hate for my team. (laughs) I am embracing the hate for my team because everybody hates my team now. I now know how Patriots fans (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people like your team, actually, Rebecca, but everybody wants to see something different. Now, the Niners aren't exactly the woe-is-me organization, though, right? They've been there recently. they're not, and fans are saying, "Well, we were under." No, you weren't. Y'all, y'all have been expected to be here since the beginning, or since the middle of the season. And everybody that I listened to yesterday morning, they had already crowned the Ravens AFC champs as well as Super Bowl champs. And it's like, Pat, I mean, you, I didn't get to see the game. Unfortunately, I had to work, but I got highlights from my husband, and he said that it was evident that our team had more respect that defense and their team had for us and that's fine you know i'm glad i am so glad that they did that and like i said i love that we're the underdog because well, our team just performs better i'll make a wild prediction oh this will go off as, this will go off as a pick em. okay they went from one and a half to one already and i think again you look at the way kansas city's done it their resume and the biggest thing to me is again no no objection at all the way campbell does things but you can't tell me that him and Shanahan are on the same level right now. Shanahan's been there, done that. I think the guy's a borderline genius. And we all know Andy Reid is, too. And I thought Andy Reid had some advantages, too. And, again, Harbaugh's a great coach. He's won, he's won a Super Bowl before. But I still was going to follow and ride those coaches. That was part of the reason I liked those teams this weekend. And I, was, and, and I told Wes on Friday, and I'm not going to pat myself on the back, I said, I think it's a fool's errand to try to pick between these two MVP guys and these number one and number two defenses. Anything could happen. So making predictions in that game, to me, is silly. And to, to DJ's point, too, it could have easily gone the other way if they took care of the football. But they didn't. And so kudos to the, to the Chiefs. But I think uh, I, I love the two coaching matchups coming up, too. I think you got two of the best that have done it in the last 10 or 20 years. And obviously, Reed's been there. Shanahan's been there. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Excited about it. But I, I predict it'll go off as a pick. And Rebecca, we'll see what happens. Like I said, I'm just I'm just happy. I've, obviously, I'm happy. And I can, I'll call again Wednesday when Coach <laughs> Kelly's there because I believe Coach Kelly was backing up West, too. So Ooh. that's all good. All right. It's all good. Rebecca keeps receipts, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. It's 1029 DJ Williams in the zone with the Wizard, Justin Acre. Great to be with you on a Monday. We're back with Clint Sterner on the other side. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. This is SportsCenter. 
Just one more game to go in the NFL season. The Super Bowl is now set after yesterday's AFC and NFC championship games. First, it was the Kansas City Chiefs taking down the number one seed Baltimore Ravens 17-10 yesterday in Baltimore, Maryland. Patrick Mahomes and company scored all 17 of their points in the first half. They were aided by a dominant defensive effort that helped them once again get that 17-10 victory. And then in the NFC championship game, it was the number one seed San Francisco 49ers erasing a 17-point deficit in the third quarter to get a comeback victory 34-31 over the Detroit Lions. That means your Super Bowl this season is a rematch of Super Bowl 54. It'll be the 49ers and the Chiefs in Las Vegas in two weeks. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. I'm Hunter Bell at Bell Chevrolet. We know the best part of being in Arkansas is the people. That's why we believe you're not just customers. You're our friends and family. We're determined to go above and beyond to help make things a little easier. And we put in the hours every day so we can take care of our families and you can take care of yours. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Guys, it's a new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick. They make it easy to get all your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. And with their on-site lab, you'll get results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Need a new set? of tires or maybe your car is making a noise that is waking the dead payday is still two weeks away or maybe you're waiting on your tax refund we've all been there your local family-owned big o tires in conway and cabot understands that's why we offer several finance programs maybe your credit's not as spotless as you'd like it to be our understanding staff can help all this and huge savings too type service and straight talk big o tires Hey, Razorback fans, it's Queen Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back to The Zone. Justin Acri and Christian Weaver talk about sports because they can't play them. DJ Williams can play them and talk about them. Play fake, Mallet rolling to his right, has DJ Williams at the five, fighting for the goal line. Did he get in? Touchdown, Arkansas! DJ Williams! Now, let's get into The Zone. Say go, DJ! Under the sun, I come from under the Tommy, busting the Tommy. You come from under your garment, your chest and your arm hit. Pow, one to the head. Now you know he did. Now you know I play like a pro in the game. Now nah, better yet, a better. Gardner Johnson in for Joseph, who leaves. Here's Purdy with a lot of time. Steps into one, launching deep, going for Brandon Ayuk. It is. Oh, he caught it off the ricochet. Penalty. Is he in? He's down to the five. We'll see what the penalty is. I'll tell you what. This is about as this is the best play they've made all day. And oh man, Kendall Vendori had one. It hit him right in the face mask. And then man, give credit there to Brandon Ayuk just staying with the play and catching it off the deflection. There is no foul in the play. The catch was made. Elijah Mitchell in for the first time tonight. Guess what? He's going to get it. Mitchell surging forward. Touchdown. What's up? And there it is. The 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no one was rah-rah. No one was freaking out. It was just 
it's football. I feel like there's a lot of experienced guys on this team, veterans that have you know been in crazy situations, and and so everyone's like, all right, we just got to do our job straight up. Like the offense has to move the ball. We got to put up points, convert on third downs, um, defense get some stops for us, and that was really about it. There wasn't really much said. Kyle said a couple things, Fred said a couple things, but we kept it simple. And so went out. We all knew what we had to do. Season's on the line. We're down 17. So. Um, I think everybody stepped up, and when we played really good complimentary team football from there. That's Brock Purdy, if you didn't recognize that young man's voice. <laughs> Second-year QB for the Niners, and now taking him to the Super Bowl, and hopefully he can uh, perform well enough to give them a chance to win. I think we all will root for a good game. That's all I was really looking for yesterday. Uh, we are trying to line up Clint Sterner. I'm going to have him call the hotline, Christian. DJ Williams on day number one here. Day number one. You survived the first 30 minutes. Came up with my backpack on. It's like first day of school. I've only seen one thing since I've been in this building 30 minutes that I may contribute to the bus. Okay. I may get us an espresso machine. You know, we're lacking the... You you know, know, I need my coffee. I you got know you. I mean? you, you don't like our generic... just. It could, we could do Copy better. Pods. Yeah, we could do better. I know? like it. Yeah, you, you're like uh, you like espressos. You like making those things. I like little, all of it. Yeah, I got you covered. That's we'll get one in here. All right. Look, look at that. that. Yeah, fancy bring, pants. Come, come bearing gifts. That's you know? good. Yeah, I'll try my best. West did in five years. <laughs> he brought creamer one time. Thank you very much. All right, Clint Sterner standing by on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas. Oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, caught, Emmanuel Smith makes a tackle, touchdown Arkansas! Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble, wow, to a wide open receiver, it's Cobb, towards the end zone, touchdown! The QB, the tight end. A couple of jamokes. What do you say there, Clint? How are you? Man, I'm doing good. How you guys doing, man? DJ, good to hear your voice, man. man. Good to hear your voice on the airway. Yeah, hey, appreciate that, man. I'm excited. What, what do we do this every Monday with uh, Clint? Is this every Monday? Every thing? Monday and Friday. You get oh, Clint man, twice two a days? Week. Oh, I love it, man. I know we're not worthy. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Clint? Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. It was, uh, you know, look, it, it's hard to not especially in this business, it's hard to not have a good Monday after after you watch the the conference championship game. It's one of my favorite days of, of the of the season, man, of the NFL season, that's for sure. So and we got a couple of good ones, man. So I'm I'm locked and loaded, ready to go on this Monday, no doubt. Yeah, it was wild for sure. The comeback from the Niners and Kansas City sort of doing their business early, as DJ pointed out, and really setting the tone and then able to hold on and win it. And, uh, yeah, we're, our question of the day today is, did the two best teams win in these matchups? Certainly sloppy performance from the Ravens. We're, we've seen people, and we are also questioning the game plan with the run game. They didn't lean on it at all, really. And then, you know, on the other side, the fourth down calls from the Lions, even though that's what they do, certainly coming into question as well. What did you think of the, the uh, performance by the Ravens specifically and then also the Lions' decisions on fourth? Well, look, I, I tell you, I, I like in, in, in this, this new age of quarterback play, which I say new, hell, it's, it's been going on for 10 or 15 years. But, you know, in, in the new age, I used to say all the time, and DJ, you'll appreciate this one, if I were a coach, and, and, and when I was playing the same way, I just didn't know no better back then, but if I were a coach and I would lose a game and I would go back and watch the film and I could have thrown the quick game, I could have thrown some quick play action game, I could have, you know, I could have done the simple things and won a ball game, but yet I tried to do too much. I tried to stretch the field vertically. I tried, I got cute with my play calling, right? That would be the sickest I could I could possibly be. I, I would feel like I let my team down. In this day and age, I, I now I lean into if you've got a Lamar Jackson and you lose a football game, and he had what I'm seeing is two or three designed runs in that game, I would be absolutely sick and feel like I let my team down. I feel Mm -hmm. like Todd Munkin did an absolute terrible job in terms of, of using arguably the most electric weapon in all of football, Lamar Jackson's leg, to go into a game, win, lose, or draw, in my opinion, but damn sure to lose one, and Lamar Jackson have two or three designed runs within that game, I would be sick to my stomach, and I am for them. 
What about the Lions' decision-making? It's something they've done all year, certainly defensible from Campbell because it's part of the reason they're in the position they're in. And yet, you go back and if, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, if you kick the field goals, you maybe have a different outcome. Well, look, I mean, I hear I hear the conversation of that's how they got there. you got to be who you are. You can't change your stripes when it matters the most kind of deal. And, and I totally agree with that with that mindset. But just as it pertains to analytics, I'm just not a believer in if the book says go for it, go for it. You know, you, you've got – and I don't know if that's what they do. I just – I know that they seem to be a lot more aggressive, and i got to believe that they're leaning into the analytics of it to, to come to that decision. I, I just – I just believe that, you know, matchups matter, uh, momentum matters. Um, of course, if you've got a two-score lead and, and, and you can kick the field goal and stay up three scores, that stuff matters. So I, I completely respect and understand the you live by the sword, die by the sword, don't change when you get there kind of kind of mindset. But, boy, I would personally have, a, and I do have a hard time with Dan's decision, given that they were up two scores at the time. That That's the big part to me, boy, the momentum, you do, at that point, you just want to keep San Francisco from getting the momentum. So don't do anything that's going to give them extra momentum. Right. And you want to keep that two or three, possibly four-score lead. And, and it just, for me, it was hard to stomach. Interestingly, too, and we haven't talked about this, they decided to kick the field goal at the end of the first half. Yeah. And, I mean, if they would have got a touchdown there, I mean, what a dagger that would have been. Yeah, changes everything. And that was from inside the five, right? I mean, that, that was, they had the ball inside the five or inside the seven at that point in time. Yeah. I mean, in the Kansas City game, the same thing happened, and no one's paying attention to it, but uh, Andy Reid, uh, I think it was after uh, the sack fumble with Lamar Jackson, Kansas City got it with a very short field, ended up going for it on fourth and goal, and got stopped, you know, instead of kicking a field goal, which would have probably helped them in the long run, too. But you talk about those decisions, Clint. I mean, just you're when it's what third and one, third and two, and they drop back and take a shot downfield, and then end up going on fourth and throw it back to back. I mean, what what is the deal with the coordinator when you have a guy like Lamar? Like, there has to be some you know method to that madness, or you just think it's just the worst play calling you've seen. <laughs> well, uh, DJ, I, you know, you know as well. We and I think we dealt. I, I think we watched some of this at Arkansas this year. If I'm being completely honest with you, in terms of. I, I think there's a mindset coming in. I think Lamar, before the season starts, when they're making the decision of who they're going to hire, you know, what kind of coordinator do you want to hire? We want to hire this guy that, that you know, is, is all things to everybody, doesn't really have an identity, but can really, really do it all and kind of build around Lamar. And, okay, Lamar, you know, Lamar, I think Lamar hears the critics, and, and I think Lamar, um, you know, wants to win from the pocket and, and, and do those things and, and, in, in the pro, which I don't disagree with, by the way, DJ. I, I don't think it's like I, I think I think you can, you should. The, the approach should be let's develop your pass game while also leaning into that mm-hmm. most explosive, dynamic weapon in all of football because that's a real advantage, right? Yep. Um, and and so I, I think it's just a year long mindset that they've had is is hey we're going we're gonna we're gonna our, our, this season we're gonna we're gonna attempt to win more from the pocket and, and depend less on Lamar's legs and protect him and all this kind of this kind of job. In reality, um, when they got there, that was that been their mindset all year long, and then you look up and it's too late. The reality is, 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 DJ, with these quarterbacks, in my opinion, when you've got the Dak, from the Dak Prescott's down, right, or, or let's say up, I'm talking about athletic ability, from yeah. Dak's athletic ability up, um, if you've got an athletic quarterback, you just in today's game you got to be willing to take the risk. Yep. You got you got to say we're gonna we're gonna invest in this guy, we're gonna invest in his leg, and we are gonna we're gonna I mean we're gonna run them legs until them suckers fall off. And if he gets hurt in the process, <laughs> so be it. Yeah. But that's the guy we got. Clint, you know people were bashing Josh Allen last week after their game, and most of us thought he played pretty well. But again, until you get over the hump against Mahomes, that's going to be part of your legacy. You know, you look at Lamar's passing numbers. He threw for almost 300 yards because they had to get after it late. But he does throw a pick in the end zone. Mm-hmm. He got screwed on flowers going into the end zone. That wasn't Lamar's fault. Mm-hmm. But he also fumbled one earlier in the game, too. So how much of this is on the play caller, and how much do you think it's going to stick with him from a legacy standpoint? Well, I, and unfortunately, it's going to stick with I think a ton of it's on the play caller. Um, not whether they win or won or lost. I think just the the, the, the awful offensive performance. Because, I, look, I think if he goes out there and they do it differently and his legs are a big factor and they're scoring points, I think Pat Mahomes off. Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, they shift gears, too, and they score points. You know, I, yeah. I think it's a, 
That's probably that, true. That, that kind of dictated how the whole game uh, came out. But unfortunately, that's going to be his legacy. It's the same thing with Josh Allen. Justin, we talked about it last week, right? Is You sit there and everybody wants to pick apart Josh Allen's game and now they want to pick apart Lamar's game. And, and in reality, the truth of the matter is if Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid didn't exist, both of those guys would have a Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, I mean, at least played in one, right? Right. I mean, so the, the, sometimes you got to sit back and go, hey, man, there's a lot of guys at quarterback in the AFC um, when Tom Brady and the Patriots were rolling that, that just couldn't get over the hump of beating the Patriots. And right now, in the AFC, if you're quarterbacking and you're playing in the era of Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, mm. you're, you're, you're going to get cut short, and it's not because you ain't worth a damn. It's not because you ain't very good or you can't. No, it's because you're up against arguably the the best to ever do it that that's and a so, I yeah. mean, it, that's just the reality of the AFC right now in the NFL that's a great point that was the point I was going to make earlier DJ so yeah. I, I saw some discussion on ESPN today and I was like well and I was like eh. So to me, okay. the Mahomes-Brady conversation needs to start being had, especially if they happen to win the Super Bowl this year. And to me, it's similar to Tiger and Nicholas. Nicholas has the numbers. Wes and I have had this argument over the years. But if you can't look at the way Tiger plays the game and go, that's different. I've never seen anybody do it like that and think yep. that's the best of all time, then I'm sorry we'll have to disagree. The conversation's now got to be had about Mahomes. The way he plays the game, not just the winning. Yeah. All of it. And again, you're also working with an offensive guru. You know, obviously Brady worked with a number of different offensive coordinators over the years. They want to knock Purdy because he's with Shanahan. Yep. So we're going to take anything off of Mahomes' credit? I don't know. But you look at the, the playoff record. Brady was 35-13, and 7-4 and four in road playoff games. That was a big knock on Patrick, right? Yeah. Now he's 2-0 and oh in road playoff games. Yep. He's 14-3 and three in the playoffs. Do we need to start having that conversation like, maybe this dude is the greatest ever? Because none of us have ever seen a quarterback in the NFL play like that. I think it's fair uh, when you look physically what he can do and match that with, uh, you know, he's obviously more mobile than Tom. But I think, you know, you could have that same conversation, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Huge difference in those guys simply because of... Tom Brady, very coachable player. Aaron Rodgers, not so much. You know, uh, he's talented and he knows it. And uh, it's very hard to coach guys like that. But you also you sometimes let them do their things. And so, but the thing that really set, uh, I would say, Tom Brady apart was his competitive edge. That look that he had in his eye when people were just like, "Oh, here goes Brady. He's about to turn it on." I think Patrick Mahomes possesses that too. You see him get in that zone. But I would say it's as easy as this: if you're a GM and you were to build a team and you are to start from scratch, and you get to pick a quarterback, it's hard not to pick a Mahomes over a Brady because I think he has more tools in his bag of throws that he can make that a lot of other dudes can't make, plus he's mobile. But I I hate to take anything away from Tom Brady, and that's not what we're doing at all. But I I think that's a pretty fair discussion to have with Patrick Mahomes now. Christian, that's a QOD tomorrow. In his prime, which quarterback you want to start a team with, Mahomes or Brady? I think it's fair to have the conversation. Clint, what do you think? Man, I would have to go with Mahomes, and, and I mean, look, I, I'm a I'm a Brady guy. I think it's, this is this has got the, the makings of a, a real Jordan Lebron conversation. You know, it's, it's really hard to come to an answer, but it's a fun conversation to have, right? Um, I, look, I, I think when you when you look at the only reason Mahomes is even mentioned is is because he's won two and been to what is it four out of five? Um, yep, four out of the last five or something like that. I mean, it, the, the 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 record, the track record, the 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 Number of appearance appearances are are going to he's got a chance to be in the ballpark with with Tom Brady and and, and that's why I think the conversation um, is real. It's not just because Pat is the is the the, the, the freakiest quarterback we've ever seen play the position, um, but he has a, a crazy amount of success and he somehow sustains it. Right? I mean that's that's the. Brady's sustaining success, and, and the number of championships is nice and, and blow, it blows anybody's mind. But the, the, to me, when you start looking at how many AFC championships they played in, and, and you, you know, that, that, that's when you, you just realize how – because, DJ, you know, we in the media have this whole conversation about Super Bowls matter, and I'm just not one that really leans in. Yeah. Sure, they matter for the guys that win them, but to discredit or minimize a guy that's went to the AFC Championship a million times is crazy as well. Because you know, when it gets down to the Final Four, it's hard to get I there. Mean, it's a toss up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of luck. It's a toss up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His game plan may be right. You know. Anyway, it, it's it's tough. And so, 
Uh, you, you look at how many times these guys in Mahomes and, and Brady, how often they were in the AFC championship game. To me, that's where you go, okay, Pat's on a real pace to make this happen. I don't yeah. know that he's going to win seven, guys. I mean, hell, that, that, that's the, I mean, he's got a long-ass way to go to win seven. Yeah. But if you look at it, you go, man, he is winning at a clip that, that I think Tom Brady's been the only one to, to, to sustain it. Yeah. Yeah, you look at this weekend. And that's why it's real. Yeah, we got to hit a break, but you look at this weekend. You change two plays in each of these two games, you could have two different winners. Absolutely. So that no just doubt. goes to show you. Clint, we got plenty more to get to on Friday, so plenty of meat left on the bone, and we'll start talking about the matchup between these two next week when we get you on before the uh, game kicks off. But I appreciate the time. Thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai, and we will check you on Friday. That's it, man. I, I appreciate Chris Crane and the crew down at Hyundai, at his Hyundai store for sure. And it's always good to hear my man DJ rapping on the radio, baby. Appreciate yeah, my guy. Good. Yes, sir. All right, we're back in a sec. Thanks, Clint. Team much stronger than yours. Violate me, this the BOJ. We don't play, mess around with DOA. Be on your way, cause it ain't Hey, y'all, this is Brandy. And Leah from Frontier Diner. Home of real country cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our chase burgers and sweet taste. Sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot. Where you come as guests and leave as family. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crockpot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds and surgery seemed too risky so she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. I'm Rachel Parker Harding for Parker Cadillac. Get ready to arrive in style on game day in a luxurious certified pre-owned Cadillac. Choose from XT5, XT6, Escalade, or sedan models. Parker Cadillac has the largest inventory of certified pre-owned Cadillacs in Arkansas. Plus, all Parker Cadillac certified pre-owned customers receive two years unlimited miles of complimentary oil changes. For more details, visit parker-cadillac.com. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Fantastic news! Due to weather conditions, the New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Take advantage of 3.99% interest on 22, 23, or 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Once again, the Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. You're back in the zone. You know, it can get weird on the show from time to time. Yeah. Quit waving your meat in my face. Let's see how weird it gets today. She's a very kinky girl. The kind who don't take home to my bar. She will never let you... All right, 1054, a few notes here. Um, we got a text... Uh-oh. Text line offer. we got a bunch of texts on the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. This comes in from El Guapo, who sent me a literal text on the phone. Does DJ have that new co-host smell? I wish they could make that into a candle. Yeah, so does Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow, buddy. But I have not had a chance to go over and sniff him. But I assume you look like you smell pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate Do that. Do you shower in the morning or at night before you go to bed? Ooh, it depends. Uh, I w- would prefer the morning, but most of the time night. Yeah, I would, too, just with your schedule. It's yep. so brutal. Yep. So. 
Uh, I mean, and what do you do in the morning? You're a, you're a caffeine guy. You're a cappuccino espresso. guy. I got a little espresso, espresso machine. Yeah. At froth, home? Froth the milk and everything. Look at you. Oh, stuff. you're like serious. Oh, I'm in it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, this comes in from the 501. DJ survived the first call from Rebecca. He'll do all right on the show. That's from Rebecca. So yeah. Rebecca talking about herself in third person. Oh, yeah. That's concerning. Actually. Fair enough. It's so cool. We and know a few of those. If you want to get to DJ, you can at 661-1037, but don't try to meet him in the parking lot, please. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> if you want an autograph, we can work out another time. We will be on the road quite a bit with him as well, so yeah. don't worry. Uh, JK says, I hate trying to do this off my phone. I'm going to get you set up on this. Yeah. He says, you're so right about Purdy. He looks like a high school student. He sure does. Kind of sounds like one, too. A baby face. He does. He's yeah. not that old. He's like 24 years old. Yeah. He's the third youngest, I think, to go to the Super Bowl. Did I hear there's current college quarterbacks making more money than him? I believe that. Making more money. I think Arkansas had one last year. That's wild, and right? Think about that. Jeez. There are younger quarterbacks playing in college that or older quarterbacks playing in college than he is. Wow. And he's going to the Super Bowl. God. Um, let's see here. Does she really have to call every show, Rebecca? We don't hate her team. We're just sick of listening to you. Can you just <laughs> limit her to one call a day? Hey, DJ, you have to learn to block her like Justin Moore, RJ, and Wes. Justin enjoys her drama. I so, like Rebecca. So, so I'm assuming Rebecca, she's a daily caller. She doesn't call every day. I'm going to get to learn. If yeah. the Chiefs, she will call shortly. Yes. Okay, fair so, enough. Sometimes I make fun of Mahomes because he sounds like Kermit the Frog. She gets mad about that. He's got an annoying wife and a brother who's a sex offender. Is she a allegedly. fan of uh, the whole Taylor Swift uh, movement I'm sure with Kansas is. City? Of I don't course. know if she would because, you know... It's making it seem like that's the only reason this team is popular now is because of Taylor Swift. It kind of takes away from the product on the field. I don't know. Maybe she... I, I guess we'll ask her. I don't understand why anybody would hate on that. You yeah. know, I saw... I think it was... Uh, oh, Robert Griffin III. He tweeted out a picture of them, like, hugging each other after the game. He's like, anybody that, it, like, looks at this and wants to hate on it, I do not understand that. I yeah. don't either. Yeah. I Look, it was kind of annoying. First, they score the touchdown, Kelsey gets it, and they immediately cut away to her. How about you finish the play, <laughs> go to the break, and come back and go, here's Taylor's reaction. Enough, That's yeah. fine, but like, right. it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I don't care, and I think it's sweet. I honestly am rooting for them. I think they'd be a cute power couple. The, isn't it kind of like crazy? You. You're, the, in a, the, you're in a power the, couple yeah, relationship. The, the idea of somebody actually being happy just drives people crazy sometimes. They don't like it. I don't you know? get it. I me mean, neither. Well, We all have hindsight biases, Billy. Just because you don't get the outcome you want doesn't mean it wasn't the right decision. If you missed on an extra point, does that mean you should have gone for two? No. That was still the right decision. Second-guessing after the fact is way too easy easy for our brains. Yes, that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> Tony's in Texas. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's going on, Jay? How are you, buddy? DJ, I want to welcome you in. Appreciate you. We just need a little advice here. Yeah. Justin's going to go Justin. Okay. You're just gonna have to breathe through it, let him finish. Okay. And then just push on. Don't 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 try to don't try to fall in because it's just gonna suck you in there. Is that what you do? And then it's not gonna be okay for you. I can be an a hole, <laughs> but I'll well, be nice to you. Yeah. I didn't say that, Justin. But you know, hey. DJ and I'll have to build some rapport before I start going at him, and then yeah. he can come back at me. It's okay. Yeah. As long as he promises yeah, not to get yeah, violent, yeah. hurt me, we'll be good. You know, if Fair West enough. didn't punch well, me in five he, and a half years, I think I'm gonna make it. I I don't know how that did. I don't either. But, uh, <laughs> Welcome in, DJ. Glad to hear you. Good job, Justin. Thank yep. you, buddy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I've said it before, DJ, and if you've listened to the show with any regularity, you're already aware. I'm an a-hole sometimes, but I am self-aware. Okay. Well, where does it come from? Like, Oh, just deep-seated hurts, okay. uh, shattered lifetime. I got a lot of problems. I got yeah. a lot of pro- I'm seeing somebody. Yeah. I'm working through it. Yeah, Maybe enough. you can help me. You seem like a very grounded hey, guy. I, I see people, too. You know what I mean? It, it, it helps. It, it does help. It does. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks. They aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and 